Yo 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlamagne the God. Peace to the planet. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Day. <laughs> That's right. It's Wednesday hump day, middle of the week. Good morning. What's happening? How y'all feel out there? You know I'm blessed, black, and highly favored. Good morning. It's morning and all. One and all. Good morning. Good you know, morning. I was uh, traveling a lot. And I was real stuffy, so you know when as soon as you get stuffy nowadays, you think you might have COVID. So I, I took and like that's two, not what I think. That what? what? I just, don't think that. I just think I'm stuffy. You just think you're stuffy? Yes. This could be allergies. Why would I just jump to COVID, especially now, 2022? COVID not a trending topic anymore. I mean, to me, it still is. Oh, so please. I, I think couple. if you haven't had it yet, yep. that is something that you still are nervous about because. You can still get it. That's right. If you just had it, then it's probably not as nerve-wracking because you're like, okay, I got my antibodies. But I've had it. Now, you probably had it when um you, you didn't know you had it. Maybe that was the case. Yeah, I over these past couple of years, those times you were sick and never went and got tested and just stayed home. Maybe that you probably was probably had it. But we get tested so much. I just have, I always just now say, do, I've though. never tested positive. You know, now, now we do. But back then, I, I, I didn't get tested as much, but I test... Or every week, every time I go out of town, I come back. I test myself twice a week. Yeah, but back then, even if you had, you could still get it again now. Absolutely, it would have wore off. So yeah, it's that's why people, people have had it like two or three times. I think I've had it twice. I definitely had it once on the record. Um, I think I had it when it first popped off, like December two thousand nineteen. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. We have a uh, comedian Godfrey joining us. Man, right? <laughs> Godfrey. We are not responsible for anything that comes out of Godfrey's no. mouth. At all, Godfrey, okay? Godfrey, Godfrey Shout out comedian. to Godfrey, but he says what he says. That's right. He's not the views reflected by The Breakfast Club. Uh-oh. Those are Godfrey's views. And by the way, when they come on this show, they feel the same way about us, especially me. Like, my views are not their views. But, you know, he is a comedian. Okay. And, you know, one thing I'm going to always let a comedian do is comedy. Okay. <laughs> okay? I got a lot of comedian friends. And, you know, let Godfrey be Godfrey. Let him go. All right. Okay? Now, we got front page news. What are we talking about? Yes, we have an update on the serial shooter who is targeting homeless men in New York City and Washington, D.C. We'll tell you who he is. He was taken into custody yesterday, early in the morning. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. All right. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, Kyrie Irving scored 60 points and set a Brooklyn Nets franchise record as Brooklyn crushed the Magic 105-108 in Orlando. Yeah, it was a cool 60. 60 is always impressive, but you see so many of those high-scoring games now. It's like it's almost regular. Like you just saw Carl Anthony Towns score 60 two nights ago. Kevin Durant scored 51 a few nights ago. Like it's like you see it a lot now. And shout out to him. Yeah, shout out to Kyrie Irving. Uh, Kevin Durant had 19, all right? So the NBA report is brought to you by Hennessy, the spirit and, and of the And does somebody on the Nets have to score over 50 every game for them to win? That's what it seems like. I said that a, 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 a while ago. It's like yo, if Steve Nash's only game plan is make sure Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving scores over 50 points, that's not sustainable. Well, I think with last night, I think he was just hot. I mean, they won by 42 points. So it was, Once again, if they have to have Kevin Durant or Kyrie Irving have a monster it. game. They didn't need that last night. I mean, they won No, they didn't 22. need it last night. But if they need one of them to have a monster game in order to win, that's not a good game plan. Steven Nash sucks as a coach. He's like, whoever's hot, shoot. 
What else we got, Yeezy? All right, well, the Senate has passed a bill that would make daylight savings time permanent. I don't understand this. So that means that you don't have to fall back. We just keep the time what it is, and we don't have to keep on changing the clock, so it'll be permanent. But isn't daylight savings time a nature thing? I thought it's like when you when it gets light earlier or dark later. Isn't it That's because you change the time. That's the only reason. No. No, it's not. It's because no, of the earth. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> the times change regardless. It gets darker early before daylight savings time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I thought it was a nature thing. That's why I was confused. I was like, huh? Well, they said the extra hour at the end of the day consistently is better than having it dark when kids go to school and dark when kids get home. I'm I was I'm still confused by this. Somebody got to break this down for me, because I literally thought it was a nature thing. Like like right now it doesn't get dark till later, right? Right now it doesn't get dark. Yeah, because we put the clock back. No, before it's not because of the clock, clock though. It's because of nature. Yeah, before we put the clock back, because even you know that's when I, I mean, know. We spring ahead. Yeah, but now yeah, before spring we put ahead, the clock back, fall though. back. I feel like when you put the clock back, it's way darker, and then the when you um, and then it gets dark earlier. Wait a minute, guys. And it's because this has you nothing to do clock. with us changing the clock. It's nature. It's the time. We change the clock to adapt to what nature's doing. That's what I'm saying. So then if we change you. the clock to adapt to it, then why is it still getting darker earlier when you... Boy, we sound stupid. Yeah. I just know that make, this that don't have... make sense. This don't have nothing... I know the sun coming up later and it getting darker later has nothing to do with us moving our clocks. I'm about to change my clock now then to make it nighttime. Well, the sun don't shine forever. The sun don't shine forever. <laughs> <laughs> this has something to do with nature. I just, that's why I'm still confused about the bill. I'm like, what does it mean? It's daylight savings time all the time. They want to know, why do we keep doing this? It's stupid. You know, that's what people are saying. And so now we don't have to do it Am no more. Am I confused? The Sunshine Protection Act. I thought it was I thought it was because of seasons. Like, like it's winter at a certain time. It's spring at a certain time. It's daylight savings time at a certain time of year. I, I didn't. That's what I thought. We sound so stupid. But it's obvious, though. You see it. It gets darker later. Because we changed the time. Oh, my God. Gee. No, it has nothing to do with the clock. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. All right, now the serial shooter who was targeting homeless men in D.C. and in New York City has been captured, Gerald Brevert III. He's 30 years old. He was taken into custody yesterday in D.C. and charged with first-degree murder in the March 9th shooting and stabbing death of 54-year-old Morgan Holmes. He was a homeless man, and uh, he was also hit with two other charges, assault with intent to kill and assault with a dangerous weapon. That's in connection with two other incidents targeting vagrants earlier in the month. He is a suspect in two additional cases in New York City, but there's not enough evidence yet to bring charges. Now, his alleged crimes against the homeless began in D.C. on March 3rd before he allegedly came to Manhattan over the weekend and attacked two men who were sleeping on the street, executing one of them at point-blank range. At the time of these alleged crimes, he was also homeless himself and was only intermittently staying at a great-aunt's house in Maryland, according to his cousin. The cousin said he'd never heard him speak negatively about the homeless, and he called his arrest a, a total shock to the family. And his father, Gerald uh, Brevard Jr., uh, told the Post by phone that his son has long suffered from mental health issues, but when he tried to have him committed, he was not able to. He said, my son never had a violent bone in him as far as I know. He had mental problems. He wasn't himself. He's talking in the third person and stuff like that. They also said that he had struggled with drug abuse and some of his mental health concerns uh, potentially sprang from a bad acid trip with his friends several years ago. Mm. He was also wanted in Maryland for 33 counts of alleged credit card theft as well. Yeah, I don't understand it, man. Especially when you know you know somebody's going through something in regards to mental health issues, and you you know you call and you try to get them a wellness check, and they tell you things like, "Well, he hasn't hurt anybody, or he hasn't hurt himself yet, so there's nothing we can do." What kind of logic is that? Not not a gun that he had. It wasn't a legal firearm, correct? He wasn't. He didn't have it legally, been able to hold it in his house or nothing like that, correct? 
Well, I don't know. know. He Mm. wasn't, yeah. He was only intermittently living somewhere, so Mm. he was um, also homeless. And his dad said, I just spoke with him. He called from jail. He said he's sorry for putting the family through this, and he was going to get it sorted out and to tell everybody that he loved them. Mm, 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 mm. All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open again. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hello, this is uh, Ronald from Ohio. Ronald from Ohio. Get it off your chest, brother. I want to talk to Angela Yee. Hey. Good morning, Angela. Good morning. Good morning. morning. Peace, King. How are you, brother? I'm good. How you doing? Blessed, black, and highly favored. How are you? I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. So, uh, I'm a truck driver. And, um, During the summer times, you know, at 6.30, the sun pops up in the morning. And then the sun drops about 9 o'clock. Angela Yee, do you think that the the daylight saving time is make an effect on that? Like if you move the time back, you see how long the the, the sun is up from six thirty to nine. I feel like when we when we set the time back, it gets darker earlier because we set the time back. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's time during the winter time. The sun drops at five thirty at night, and then the sun don't pop up till seven thirty. That's so what I always thought. That, I always thought it was a nature thing. I thought that we changed. Yeah, it is a nature thing because of the tilt of the earth. Is it? Our cameraman is saying it's both. I don't see how the clock would have anything to do with the sun going I up don't later. Think the it, clock have anything to do with it. When <laughs> we change, when we change the time, I just feel like when we go. This is what I always thought, right? When we spring ahead and we set this clock forward an hour. Some, when I go to work in the morning, it's a little bit of light comes out by the time I get to work because we set the time forward. Yeah, I don't yeah, know about that. Yeah, that's what adapt, I thought. You the clock to adapt. I'm from the country, so that's what we used. To, like I used to see the sun go, come up earlier, and go down later. Are there places where they don't do daylight savings time? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, there are. There's places. Yeah, some places don't do it at all. I've always noticed it. So I don't, I mean, I don't know. I, this is this is new That's just what I thought all this time. That's why I'm like, okay, now it's just going to be the same. Hello? Excuse me. Hi. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First of all, don't you call up here annoyed with us, sir. Okay? As these people. They said it's daylight saving started as an energy conservation trick during World War I. Yo, Angela, you're talking over me. Oh, God. Snack man. I'm sorry, Snack man. No, it's all, you, you, know, you guys are great on the open. I'm in the same boat. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it either. I don't, and, and I don't even like you, Snackman, to agree with you. But I don't, I don't understand. Now, if you don't know who Snackman is, Snackman is Angela Yee's cousin who calls up here and tells jokes he's all the time. He's not my cousin. He's Definitely the your Breakfast family. Club's resident comedian. No, he's not. <laughs> Donnell Robbins is our resident comedian. <laughs> and Little hey, Duval. I don't hey, know I'm this guy. WMDC acronyms. Who? WMDC. What is that? World's most dangerous comedian. Okay. That, <laughs> joke. That, that was a joke? All no, right, no, no, snack man. No, hold on. I got, I got, you ready? I got two. Oh, oh God. And begin. I'm not surprised Russia struggled with Ukraine the first couple of weeks. I mean, I saw a video of the Russian military, no weapons, roaming the streets, eating ding-dongs and hoagies. Thank you. 
Boo! Uh, That's why you're the world's most dangerous comedian because you cause fights at your show because people want their money back. As Donnell Boo. Rollins would say, too soon. <laughs> See, Boo. daylight saving time is used to save energy Leave and it alone, make better use of daylight. Yeah, just say you don't know because I don't know either. I'm I never looking it up now because I don't know. Yeah, and but now I'm, I'm telling you what it is. Yeah, it I gives got, you more daylight time. I'm just telling you that it don't have nothing to do with the clock. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Mad or blessed? 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. <laughs> Hello, because who's this? Good morning. Greco, How are you? Still sir? arguing up here about daylight <laughs> t- savings times, brother. Come on, you playing games, talking about, oh, it's the clock. What are we doing here, you? <laughs> That's what everything is saying. It's saying that when you put the clock forward, it yeah, gives you, you have, an extra hour yeah, of sunlight. Yeah, you have eyes, ye. You can see that the day is longer. Yeah, ever since we was yeah, little, because you we changed knew the, the clock. Went, yeah, but come on. We went back to school, and, and the, you know, it got darker. Summertime, you stayed out a little bit longer. The sun was out a the little bit longer. The sun was out longer, yeah. Because the time changed. No, yeah. That is why. I'm from the country. Well, I just, you weren't around in 1908 to know before well, the time but changed. I've been around since 1978. And when you're from the country, <laughs> you see that it, stay, like it stays daytime till at least 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock. Right, then it starts exactly. to change, and then you you move your clock because of the change of the world. Yes. That is not true. Yes, it is. Yeah, what are you talking about? I, yo, I don't, I'm, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I didn't well, go to college. Well, in Hawaii and Arizona, they don't even do it. You think she playing? You think she playing dumb? No. She got to be playing. Gotta be, <laughs> well, we're not syndicated. Hey, I ain't calling Exactly. Up. I think she playing about this subject. I don't know. I just don't know why. I, I, that's why I'm confused about what, when Joe Biden said he's getting rid of daylight saving time, I'm confused about what does you that even mean. Get, you can't do that. That's what I thought. Well, guess what? It's done. No, it's not. It's no. still The day's still going to be longer, <laughs> and it's still going to be daytime when we wake up in the morning. Don't confuse me. Hello, who's this? Good morning. This is Rick. Holla from the 502. What's up, what brother? Up, Get Rick? off your chest. Man, I'm tired of these people not using their signal when they driving. Oops. Sorry about that. <laughs> Well, it depends. If no one's around, I don't use it. But if people are around, I use it. But sometimes when you put your signals on, people don't want to let you in. That's just a fact. So you don't use it either? Sometimes I don't. That's not right. Because I'll be cussing people out behind the wheel. And like you know it, too. Sometimes when you put your signal on, the person that you about to go, he, he speeds up. Like, he don't want to let you in. Well, you don't. But I still get over anyway because you blew up saying I be wanting to cuss him out. I almost got into a fight the other day because the guy was in my lane just jumped over in front of me. Mm. See, why you won't beat people up for that? Man, just call. Yeah, just let them go. Just let them go. I, got, I just got into an accident, dude. That's like PTSD. I just got into a car wreck. <laughs> How did the other accident <laughs> happen? Dumb. I'm driving down Central, come across the Uville, and a dude comes out and just, just hit me. Like like he didn't see me or some I don't know. Because you didn't it use your so signal. Well, you should have yeah, you used your signal. Hello, who's this? <laughs> yo, 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 what's going on with you? Uh, yo, yo, yo. What's up, brother? What's your name? Hey, this is Tony, man. Tony, what's up, man? You know, it's funny. Whoa. One of the people up here, Whoa. you know, they write your name down. They put you as Pony. Pony. Damn. 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 Go ahead, Pony. Damn. Damn. What's going on with you, man? What's going on with you? What's happening, Pony? What's going on with you? What up? Man, I just want to give a little info to some of these young kids growing up out here, man. Go ahead, brother. Talk to us, Pony. Yeah, I don't think they really understand, man. You do not have to go to college. Right now, man, I'm a blue-collar worker. And I make a little bit over 150 a year. And I also have a college degree, but I don't even go through that major. I'm going to be honest, man. 
I don't care if you went to college or didn't go to college. I just need to tell somebody to tell me how is daylight savings time permanent now? Because I'm looking at this right now and I'm so confused. Like they said, like like Senator Roy Blunt said, I just think the extra hour at the end of the day consistently is better than having it dark when kids go to school and dark when kids get home. Do they have a switch, bro? <laughs> do they have? Are they making? Like, I'm so confused. Like this is confusing. Because I don't get it. I'm like, how are they making daylight savings time See? permanent? Well, like, the like the senator from Rhode Island say this would give us a chance for Americans all across the country to be rid of fallback and make daylight savings time permanent and to add a little more sunlight into most people's lives. Because think about it. In the fall, oh, if goodness. it's 5 a.m. when you wake up, right? But then you have to fall back. And so now when you're waking up, it's really 4 a.m., but it's, uh, you know, it's 4 a.m. So now when you get up, it's darker. There's COVID out there. No, now, now. Russian is invading Ukraine. No, is it dark now when you wake up or is it daylight? We're talking about Kanye. It's dark when you wake no, up. No, no, summertime. No, 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 is, summertime no. is when you summertime fall is daylight back, yeah. when we pull up. Yeah. So when you fall back, it's still dark. So, like, say oh it's goodness. 5 a.m. now, right, and the sun starts to come up. But now when you fall back, it's really, it's going to say 4 a.m. There's a teacher listening right now. So pissed but, off. Because I'm, we've all lived. We know that the day is longer. We have lived. You're right. We know that's that the, one thing that's true. But we know the day is longer. Like that's just common sense. You know that it doesn't get dark till. Well, that's gonna just be the same. Eight, eight nine o'clock. Minutes. There's so much going on. It's in gonna the world. be the same. Because at other times it gets dark around five or six, right? In the winter, winter time it gets dark around five or six. Now it gets dark around like eight. 40, That's just common sense. 44 minutes talking we spring about ahead. this. We got rumors on the way. <laughs> yes, and let's talk about these dating rumors. People are saying that London on a track is now dating Shansia, but she was on The Breakfast Club, and she explained what their real relationship is, and we'll play that for you. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors that saw Kanye. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. All right. Well, Kanye is up early and he's posting about Pete Davidson again. He posted a picture of him with the headline, Pete Davidson engages audience with jokes about having sex with a baby. Then he wrote, yet another reason why Skeet got to stay away from my children. Oh, and nobody noticed that he ain't show up to SNL because Mr. I Can Help You With Meds had a mental breakdown after we ran him off the Internet. Skeet, you not built for this. I already blacked the Super Bowl out on you. Apologize to your family for being in your family. Oh, that's not true. Pete's not on SNL right now because he's shooting Filming a, a movie. movie. Right. Yes. I, I believe he said that. I thought Ye said he didn't care about. Skeet, me and Pete, oh, and then um, send Kanye him anymore. Energy. I thought he said he Please. moved on. And then, you know, I looked up whatever that joke was. This is from 2019. Mm-hmm. And Pete Davidson had a show at the Bell House in Brooklyn. He did a routine where he talked about how he was babysitting his friend's child, and the baby who was teething began sucking on his finger. But good. He said, I don't want to F this baby, but he's asking for it. And he added that he doesn't want to have sex with any babies. But if he did, he would choose that one. I mean, comedians. So that was the joke. Comedians, you know, with, with with dark humor, make those kind of jokes all the time. I'm not about to start naming no names, but you know, we know some very popular ones who have made those kind of jokes. Well, he said he doesn't want to have sex with any babies, but yeah, he's a, making a joke. It's a joke. It's a dark joke, but it's a joke nonetheless. All right, now let's talk about Shensia. I saw a lot of people posting video of her with London on the track where he was giving her a chain at her album release party. The two of them were walking together, and uh, he's you know, he's right behind her. And there was another video where they were holding hands. I think it was at the Super Bowl. Here he is gifting her with a chain. Oh, oh, 
This was in Jamaica. And so here is what Shinsia said about London on the track when I asked her about it on The Breakfast Club. Yeah. Now, let's talk about that because you were pictured with London on the track and people yeah. tried to say, oh, look, she's dating London on the track and it looked like y'all was holding hands. Yeah, I mean, we were holding hands. You know, I hold my hand, hold hands with everybody on my team. You know London's on my team, right? Mm -hmm. Like, my managers, everybody. But London is a cool dude to me. Like, we've been working together. We've been making music and nobody... And when I say nobody, I mean nobody knows who I'm dating. Okay. Nobody publicly. I'm going to find out. So you won't, in other words, you ain't going to see a picture if that's the person who I'm dating. I ain't say never, say never. I'm just saying. You just never know. So she's saying they work together. He's on the team. And that's what it is. Which it makes sense if somebody gives you a chain. Did he produce records on the album? Yeah. Okay. Well, it so. makes sense, right? All right. And that's why a woman can't work with a guy without being a... Um, like, guys get chains all the time yeah, when they're a, a, part a, of a team. A woman can't work with a guy, and then everybody got to automatically think they sleeping with each other. Like, that's whack. Yeah, it probably was the holding hands part, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I didn't know that probably, part of the story. <laughs> she said it. She just said it. She said, I hold hands with everybody, though. Like, you know, you just hold hands. Well, y'all know I don't understand Jamaicans the best. <laughs> Try. I was listening. I need that part. <laughs> I didn't. All right, now Kylie Jenner said she's struggling after giving birth and that postpartum hasn't been easy for her. You know, she just had her second child with Travis Scott and here's what she said in a series of videos that was posted to her Instagram. This experience for me personally has been a little harder than with my daughter. It's not easy mentally, physically, spiritually. We can go on the internet and it might look a lot easier for other people and like put the pressure on us, but it hasn't been easy for me either. And it's okay not to be okay. Once I realized that, I was putting some pressure on myself and I just keep reminding myself I made a whole human, beautiful, healthy boy, and we have to stop putting pressure on ourselves to be back, not even physically, just mentally. Yeah, that, that is something men will never understand. I don't, I don't even know if women fully understand, but men definitely don't. I don't even know what to do in those situations other than just support. Just try to help as much as possible. Yeah, some women have postpartum and don't even understand that's what they're going through and they feel guilty about it. So, shout out to her though because definitely can't be easy. Mm -mm. All right, now you guys will enjoy this story. So, Mike Tyson's cannabis company has announced they are launching air-shaped weed gummies and they're called Mike Bites. So, these little gummies look like a bitten ear. That's funny. <laughs> And so he pitched uh, the idea of the gummies to Holyfield back in 2019 on an episode of Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson on his podcast. And I guess it's really coming to fruition. People are they are doing it together? The ears actually taste good. I love the idea. I think it's incredible. Mm -hmm. I wish it wasn't already bitten, though. Mike bites. I wish you could bite into it yourself. I wish it was like a full ear and then you could bite into it. But I love the idea. And I can't wait to try them. Send some up here, Mike. <laughs> I'm an indigo guy. You know, we love this. Okay. All right, well, that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Missy. Now we got front page news. What are we talking about? Man, this story is terrible. Uh, this is about a child who was sold in a mock auction at his school, in a mock slave auction. They still doing that in schools? Mm, doesn't right. make sense to me. All right, we'll talk about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. 
Angela Yee here, and the General Insurance has been saving people money for nearly 60 years. So if you want quality insurance for less, take a closer look at the General. Call 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc., an insurance agency, Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions apply. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front-page news. Kyrie Irving, he dropped 60 points last night. The Brooklyn Nets uh, beat the Orlando Magic, 151-08. Uh, Kevin Durant had 19 for Brooklyn. The NBA report is brought to you by Hennessy, the spirit of the NBA. Now, what else we got, Easy? All right, well, the White House has announced some steps aimed at narrowing the gender and racial pay gap for federal workers. Uh, so it was equal pay day yesterday, and Vice President Kamala Harris hosted a virtual White House meeting to talk about these steps, which include a new regulation across the federal workforce banning the use of prior salary history and the hiring and pay setting processes for employees. They said in a fact sheet that can help break the cycle of past arbitrary and potentially discriminatory pay that can follow women and workers of color from job to job, entrenching gender and racial pay gaps over time. Uh, Here is what Joe Biden had to say about securing equal pay. And earlier today, I signed an executive order to promote efforts to achieve pay equality and pay equity for employees of federal contractors. And it's my hope that this sets an example for all private companies to follow as well. That's the purpose of it. Now, according to uh, this virtual event that they had, they said women have, particularly women of color, have historically been in jobs overrepresented in sectors where they're paid less. The administration is increasing access to good-paying jobs for women and people of color in sectors where jobs are being created and where women historically have been underrepresented. I didn't even know yesterday was Equal Pay Day. I didn't know that either. What does that mean? Uh, they're just uh, basically coming up with uh, steps for new regulations and bringing attention to the fact that women and people of color are still not paid the same amount of money for the same work as white people have been. True. Uh, you know, uh, when it comes to people of color as a whole, reparations would always be a step in the right direction to real equity in this country, America. Never forget that. Yes, yeah, still waiting on that. <laughs> exactly. All the work that we put in and building, building this country for free. I haven't been compensated for that yet. All right. In addition, Joe Biden signed a funding bill, and that's to keep the government running through September. Now, that bill is a $1.5 trillion bill that funds federal operations and sends billions of dollars, by the way, also to Ukraine. How much? So they get $13.6 billion out of this $1.5 trillion bill. And this will also allow the federal government to avoid a shutdown, which can damage the economy and put many federal employees out of work temporarily. So we're sending $13.6 billion to Ukraine? Mm-hmm. Out of this uh, $1.5 trillion bill. Where are we getting this money from? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be wondering the same thing. We just make money? How about give everybody a gas stipend every month? Like, remember how they did the STEMI, the STEMI, yeah. the STEMI check? Let's give everybody another STEMI. You I mean, know what I mean? It, it and let people know weird. it's for gas and food. Since it's inflation on everything and, you know, the gas prices are going up and food prices are going up, start passing out STEMIs to everybody again. You know, that would, that would be nice, right? All right, now let's take it to North Carolina. A school board there voted unanimously to approve an action plan. This was after reported racial bullying in the district. There was a student-organized mock auction of black students. So one of the, uh, in a Facebook post, Ashley Palmer said her black son told her that some of his classmates were sold in a mock slave auction at the J.S. Waters School, which serves grades uh, kindergarten through eighth grade. She said our son experienced a slave auction by his classmates, and when he opened up, we were made aware that this type of stuff seems to be the norm, so much that he didn't even think it was worth sharing. His friend went for $350, and another student was a slave master because he knew how to handle them. 
she wrote in her post. She also wrote that the students sang the N-word. You know what's so crazy? That's wild. If, 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 if the kids that were uh, being sold, if they would have done a mock Nat Turner slave revolt, <laughs> and would have started beating up the kids and, you know, f- f- fighting back, they would have gotten more trouble. So so it would have been more outrage over that. So the black students got on, on the stage and, and they pointed at them and said $5, $10, $15? Listen, I don't know exactly how it happened. I just know that this happened. Now, you're a parent. You got. You know, you gotta. You gotta. You gotta have a, a conversation with that that kid's father. Well, Ashley Palmer said the students involved in the auction got a one day suspension. She said her son one was day. assaulted by yes, exactly one day. Her son was assaulted by a classmate and has faced continuous harassment at the school since he reported the incident. So her son is the one that reported it. He also did not think it was a big deal because apparently this was the norm at the school. And then now he's being bullied for being the person that reported it. She said, I asked my son, why didn't he tell me? He responded with, Mom, it wasn't a big deal. She said, I'm a mother who just had to explain to my son why being auctioned as a slave is unacceptable. This moment in my son's early life has already made him question playing the sport he loves with his friends. And I pray this does not impact him mentally and socially going forward. Now you got to let him watch Birth of a Nation, which is the Nat Turner movie. Shoot, let him watch Django. Okay, <laughs> we got a show. We got it. needs to be a mock slave revolt now at the school. Now, the Chatham County School Superintendent Anthony Jackson apologized for that mock slave auction that took place and ordered immediate action to prevent similar activities from happening in the future. They also approved changes to its policies for dealing with acts of racism after reports surfaced of black students being sold. And the board will also review the student code of conduct and discipline policies. According to the superintendent, he said actions such as such as these, they just do not reflect who we are as a school system. And I say unapologetically will not be tolerated in the school system. They had a large crowd that attended the school board meeting on Monday to demand that the district take steps to address the situation. Where, where were the teachers during that time? Like they, could I, have a, they could have a whole auction and no teachers uh, around, exactly. no lunch aides, no school y'all, attendance, y'all nothing. So, you're also busy trying to get rid of uh, critical race theory, which is, you know, actually just real American history that y'all not even paying attention to what these kids are learning in other places, and then y'all still letting them do things like this? Clearly somebody taught those kids this. What grade was this again? Kindergarten through eight. Jesus Christ. Hold on. Huh? Kindergarten through eight. The school is uh, K through eight. I wonder what So I'm saying, so well, yeah, what grade exactly, though? So it was... it, they haven't named the students, just the mom was mm. talking about what happened with her son. So, And it's some black students, so it could have been different ages you know, within mm-hmm. that school. But really disgusting that something like this even could happen and that her child could think that this was okay. They said the school is 68% white, 12% black, and 12% Hispanic. It had to be young kids, which makes it even worse because, you know, those young kids weren't being properly supervised. Not and, at and, all. and the teachers who, you know, did supervise that, they should be fired. Now, she said her son is 14 years old. A fourteen-year-old participated? I can't, uh, I can't fourteen see. 14 is what? That's eighth grade. That's like eighth grade. That's, eighth grade. That's actually yeah. like ninth grade. Well, eighth grade. Eighth, eighth grade. It's K to eight. But you, I can't see no 14-year-old going along with that. You know, listen, maybe this was something that's been going on for so long he felt it was normal. And think about it. When he reported it, he faced harassment and bullying. Yeah, man, maybe he's uh, he's just feel like a kid and these and kids are bullying him. 68% white and only 12% yeah, he black. he probably felt like he had nothing he could do, maybe. Mock mm-hmm. Nat Turner slave revolt. That's when okay. you get some cousins, some uncles. She said one of the students hit brothers. her son with a baseball several times and said it was an accident. Mock Nat oh, Turner nah. slave revolt. Nah, 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 okay. nah, nah. No, no, you're not going to hit my soul. An accident? Okay, I got an accident for you. Take he hit this. you with a baseball, you hit him with a baseball bat. Okay. Or right. carry a brick to school, leave it on the, you know, you can't keep leaving it in your bag, you got to leave it on the floor because if it's in your bag, it is you you are premeditated. If it's on the floor, you just found it and use it as self-defense. Well, that school district needs to do a whole lot more than a one-day suspension. Oh, and dad. clearly those... teachers need to be fired here. Like, where was the me. supervision? 
That's what I said. There, there, there's no way that this could go on that long with no teachers there. Even yeah. if it's at lunch, there's teacher aides, there's lunch yeah. people, there's if there's if it's gym, there's gym. Like yeah. no, there shouldn't be. It's no. A, yeah. Well, that is your front page news. Yeah. <sighs> Mock Nat Turner slave revolt. That's what I want to hear about, kids. All right. Well. When we come back, comedian Godfrey will be joining We're us. We're not responsible for nothing that comes out of Godfrey's mouth. He is a comedian. Okay? All right? And we let comedians do comedy. All right? All right. We'll get to that oh, next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> Whatever. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. A uh, very requested guest. And he's been ducking us for years now. Never that. I Never that. <laughs> Ever that. I've never ducked out. You. I thought you guys just didn't give a about it, brother. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Godfrey is here. What's up? What's Good up? Morning, Good morning. Good How morning. How are you, man? I'm, I'm excellent, man. I mean, I'm sleepy as shit, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, you guys are early. Yeah, morning show. Yeah, that's, that's why it's called the Breakfast Club. I thought you shot in the middle of the afternoon. Well, no breakfast. <laughs> no breakfast. I'm starving. You know, I got hunger breath. We've already had like great conversations before the mic yeah. even opened. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah, we did a little he bit. He said we did. It wasn't great no. to me. <laughs> I just thought that you had to have a special something had to be going on for you. Godfrey, to be... have you ever tried to be on this show? Have you ever had anybody reach out and say? Yes, mad people have come to me and say, "Yo, Godfrey wants to do Breakfast Club, but when you gonna have Godfrey on Breakfast Club?" Well, um, but did anybody try to book it? I'm saying. Did Flame, anyone... Flame, Flame Monroe. That's my homie who I've came up with in Chicago. He, he was like, he's like, I've, I've, you need to get on Breakfast Club. You need to, I'm going to tell him, you got to get on Breakfast Club. I said, but I don't, what do I have? I mm-hmm. thought you had to have some like a movie coming out yeah, yeah. or a TV show coming out. You but have I'm a like, lot. What do you say? You have a lot. I have on. a lot, but then I saw some people that ain't got shit. And I said, I can do that shit. <laughs> I was like, oh, ain't shit. I'm about to get on this if they don't do a damn thing. No, so I'm about I to get in, on. I ran into you at the Nick Cannon show. You, and shout I was, out to Nick Cannon, first off. And I'm sorry about it. His show got canceled. Mm-hmm. He didn't get a fair shake, man. Six months he, isn't long enough. First of all, you can keep, that's what I love about this show. You guys keep it 100 here. Absolutely. They'll let white dudes stay on for 30 years. That's right. As <laughs> average as f- And then we get cut off quick, man. Six months? That's we can't not, even be in animation. Fair. They cut us off quick. <laughs> f- like, come on, like, uh, Black Dynamite, done. I did voiceover right. Black Dynamite, done. Boondocks, done. You're right. Cleveland show, done. You're right. And it was white people doing black people voices, done. Uh, you didn't know that? You didn't know that? Oh, yeah, Cleveland, they were all white people doing our, doing black people voices. Yeah, I remember when that was a... Yeah, yeah and it done, boom. So it's like, but The Simpsons been on since 1900. What? Yeah, they got thousand, right. thousand, and what else? It's like is the been, longest running show, American, ever. all of that. But like Nick Cannon, like needed time to like, like gel. You know what I'm saying? It's like with the nighttime talk shows and shit, like they've all been on forever. And then our we had to wait 20 years for the same black dude to come yeah. back, and then they canceled. <laughs> you got, you got to give people a chance to get the kinks out. Yeah, you know what they I mean, they, the they, they give, out. they give those white guys and white women chances to fail. Oof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they don't get better sometimes. <laughs> and, they st- <laughs> and they stay horrible. Not all of them, but they stay horrible. And they're like, F-, but I, Nick, Nick's show I thought was cool. Yeah, I, I thought it was really good, nice, positive, Positive. Fun. Yeah. Hey, Nick. <laughs> hey, Nick. <laughs> yeah. That's daytime. You know, daytime's like kind of, pop, you know, yay. Yeah. And it's, the demographic is, uh, well, it's, it's, I mean, I think it's white soccer moms. I think he was trying to, 
cater to. But and he asked me, hey man, why don't you write on my show? I said, okay, with Rip Michaels. Shout out Rip Michaels. Salute to Rip. Rip. And uh, I was like, uh, yeah, okay, I'll do it. I've never really done like daytime. I've watched daytime, but I'm like, ah, corny. But I said it'll be a good challenge. And so writing for Nick was cool. You know what I'm saying? Just to see the way Nick works. Cause I've been doing the um, what's it called it? Um, the wilding out. Yeah, yeah. You know, and Nick asked me to do wilding. I said, what's my old ass doing on wilding? He said, nah, man, you got, we're gonna do old school. There's new school. And just to watch Nick work and hire so many different African-Americans, mm-hmm. and he just hires all kinds of people. Right. But just the way he works as a businessman. And then, boom, that's how I ran into you. <laughs> Shout out, I'm telling you, Nick has hooked it up. It's always Nick Cannon. Mm-hmm. Up. So that's how I got here. She goes, we've been wanting you to do The Breakfast Club. I didn't believe you. I thought you were lying because I just happened to be working for Nick. You was on some bullshit. I wouldn't have said anything. <laughs> you would have said, said, how you doing? Yeah. Good to see you. But I was like, Angela, he is really nice. Like, you're like nicer than I expected. But not saying you were mean, but you were super What was your nice. perception, Godfrey? Mm-hmm. Nothing. Really. I mean, I just thought she was just, I don't know. Because, you know, I thought maybe she'd be like, like a little shit. Yeah, 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 not yeah, really, yeah. but you're super nice, like Thank overly you. nice. Like, You've been scorned before, Godfrey, in this no, business. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> now, Charlemagne, we've been like, oh, Charlemagne, God damn. <laughs> you were actually on FaceTime with Shaq when I saw you. I was too. on FaceTime with Shaq. Yeah, they were talking about the T.I. situation, oh, you and T.I. Because <laughs> Sha- I guess T.I. Um, <laughs> T.I. did the uh, Shaq All Star uh, comedy thing. He did? Yeah. Yeah, remember we talked about that. We said T.I. Yeah. was going to be on that show. Yeah. We had a whole I didn't know he was doing the Shaq comedy. Yeah. Off. During Austin. Yeah. See, why are you making that face? I feel like that's that's a little early for that. What do you Don't mean you by early? Don't you get Godfrey back in this. No, no, no. I'm just asking. <laughs> I'm just saying, why, what do you think? What do you I, mean? I mean, I thought like the Shaq comedy author thing was for people who had like, you know, put in some time in the, the comedy game. Like, that's not a platform you just jump out on. And, I mean... What? <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, I get Shaq. I mean, I get, you know, T.I. is a celebrity and all, but yeah. I'm just talking about performance wise. That's usually the thing that takes now, you to that you next recall, level of a comedian. I, I didn't say it. Go ahead. Go now, ahead. if you recall, we had a whole conversation up here yeah. about Godfrey and T.I. and how yeah. T.I. went mm-hmm. on after Godfrey. Remember, we had that whole conversation. You, did you hear about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was in Atlanta. You spoke about it. I was in Atlanta. I know I'm going to talk about because it, it's still lingering a little bit, but me and T.I. are cool as mm-hmm. first of all. When I was in Atlanta, I was doing at Atlanta Comedy Theater, and I'm on stage. I did like hour forty, right? That's you know, that's what I do. That's what headliners do. And then my boy Artie Fuqua, giving a shout out to Artie, Artie. Fuqua, Artie, get off stage. He's like, "Hey man, I just gotta tell you something. I know this is sounds strange, but I gotta keep the show going." I was like, "What for?" He's like, "Ti's going up," and I literally was like, "To do what?" I was like, "I don't. What are you talking about?" Mm-hmm. And he goes, "He's gonna do comedy." I said, "Oh, okay." And it's I said, "It's his town. Let him go up." And all I said was, you know, I, I saw T.I. because I'm a T.I. fan. So I was like, yo, T.I., what's up? Boom, boom. I went straight to the green room because I'm like, I'm I'm done. I'm a headliner. I'm done. I'm going to decompress. That's what I do. I don't give a f- who's in the room. Mm-hmm. That is what I've always done. So they were like, uh, on my podcast, they're like, yo, did you go see him? I said, no. <laughs> I, I don't. For what? I'm, I'm a headliner. And I, I mean, I've never, I didn't know him to do comedy, so I'm not going to watch. Not saying he shouldn't be doing comedy. I'm just a headliner. I just finished. It was for that moment. But then I know somebody took that excerpt of me saying that, showed it to T.I. And then T.I. was in the woods. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know when T.I. goes in the Instagram woods. Live. <laughs> yeah, that angle. <laughs> I just want to say something that's on my heart. 
and I need to expeditiously take care of this situation. And I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. And then, <laughs> you know when T.I.'s in the woods and he has that angle? Like, Absolutely. Oh, shit. It's like when Snoop Dogg is mad, all you see is his nostril. Yeah. <laughs> he, has, he has his auntie scarf on. I go, oh, Snoop about to f somebody up. But yeah, he was like, some people were like, yo, did you hear what T? And it just, it spread like wildfire. And I had dudes from the South, like comics from the South calling me like, yo, you see that T.I. said about it? I said, what happened? And so I didn't even think about it. Because right. as a comedian, that's just how we talk. Mm -hmm. We're like, yo, he's he's a comic. He. He don't put his time in. This is just heck, this is just the way we talk as comedians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they took it as an I was hating on him doing comedy. I said, nah, dude. I didn't go watch him because I'm not gonna watch somebody that I don't know that's known for comedy after I've headlined. That's it was just for that moment. Yeah. Now, if it would have happened that T.I. came before I went up and said, hey man, I want to do some time, I'll go, yeah, I don't give a f and then I would have watched just to say T.I.'s doing comedy. That's all. You know, so after that, then I addressed them right away. I said, because people, it, it went, I'm telling you, everybody's like, yo, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And of course, people can't wait to go in your, your DM, like, hey, man, you little punk ass, man, T.I. can do whatever you want. I was like, yo, so Nick Cannon, I, I told him about it. He goes, yeah, I heard about that. And then he FaceTimed us. Mm -hmm. I said, let's talk, let's go face to face. Man, I'm Chicago all day. I just want to let you know I'm Chicagoan, even though I've been in New York for 20 years, I'm a Chicago guy. So we, I go face to face with people. I go, hey man, let's talk about this squash, this is not a big deal. And we talked it out. We had a really nice mm -hmm. conversation, you know? And he said, you know, I look at you as a goat, man. You wanted to, you know, the greats in comedy. I said, well, I appreciate that. Was that He's, the podcast? I heard the podcast. Well, this is before. This okay. is the afternoon before, the, a few hours before the podcast. Okay. And I said, no, I appreciate that. But I, then I said, you know what? I even apologized. I said, I'm sorry that you took it the wrong way. There's nothing wrong with apologizing to another dude. I said, hey, man, I'm sorry about that. But I, I'm not sorry about the way I felt about how we are as comedians, as protocol. That's like, and I, then I told him, I said, that's like me after you finish rhyming, I go, yo, my man T, I know you just rocked this concert, but I got a couple songs to drop real quick. You'd be no, like, no, exactly. You, you but, that's how, but, that's, but you got to explain it to him in that way because that's the world he understands. That, that's, uh, and, yeah. I, and, I, and so when I looked at it from his angle, I could see, and there were other comedians coming at him crazy. So it was a buildup. So when I said something, right. then it just added to the whole thing. But we squashed it. Then I said, can you do my podcast? He said, I love to do your podcast. <laughs> and then, boom, I said, when we had the podcast, then it got it got a little heated because he said, man, I thought you was cool when I first met you in the green room. And then the next minute you dog, I said, it wasn't a two-faced thing. I was just talking as a comedian, yeah. doing comedy 25 years. And then you're doing, he said, but I've always been a fan of comedy. I know, but I have never seen you perform it. So it's just one of those things. But we, we're cool as hell. But it's also true that people can hype things up. So if y'all imagine you guys didn't directly have a conversation. Oh, sh it, it could be been, something yeah. that really like. And snowballs. I said, I like Atlanta. I want to be able to come back. I want to be able to come back. I love Tip. That's one of my favorite people. And yeah. he's one of my favorite rappers. But yes. you can't approach everything like the rap world either, though. Yeah, this you know what I, I mean because I heard him on the podcast. Can't, you can't. And he was talking like y'all had bell. Yeah, don't poke the bell. Don't poke the bell. And I was like, I'm not trying to poke the bell, sir. Don't poke the bell. Don't poke the bell. He just kept saying, No, I'm a superstar. I'm a superstar. Don't poke the bell. And then his other boys like, Yeah, man, all that. Go out, Ti. They were pumping him up. All right, we have more with comedian Godfrey. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with comedian Godfrey. Charlemagne. How much did the internet benefit Godfrey? A lot. 
the uh, pandemic because I gained like 300,000, 350,000 new followers wow. over the pandemic. As soon as it hit, I was like, a lot of comments were like, yo, what are you going to do, man? I said, I'm just going to stay on live every night. I ain't doing, that's it. I mean, what else are you going to do? So I don't lose my shit. I'm just going to stay on live every night and I'm just going to just be me, whatever. And that's how I gained fans. Nas, I got started contacting with Nas got in contact with me. You know, Kravitz got in contact with me. A lot of people were showing me because I was just on right. all wow. the time, late. I, I was I would be on with like Shang Four, Shang comedian Shang. That's my man with Shang. I was going on with Atheon and Jay Farrow and and Ari Spears, and they didn't know I had a lot of voices. None of them knew that because all of them have been on TV shows. Yeah, your impersonations are very slept on. I've never ever like they were like, dude, I didn't because when I did the Steve Harvey thing, which legendary was like, act, that was almost an accident. <laughs> well, it, nothing happens by accident, right? Is that what he's saying? I was at Sirius XM, and then. I, I got fired from SiriusXM and then boom went over to doing my podcast and then I said let me start I'm gonna do my podcast I'm just gonna be on I'm gonna be on live and then that's that Steve Harvey sh and then people said and I remember an Atheon Crockett called me one time he goes yeah, I didn't know you can do Steve Harvey. I said, I thought everybody does Steve Harvey. It's like, it's like everybody does Cosby. You see, everybody does the but everything. And it's like, no, I didn't do Steve Harvey. I was like, nobody does Steve Harvey? Wow. And so that's where people were like, man, we didn't know you can impersonate so many people. I said, I always could impersonate. I just never was on a TV show to show the yeah. So I would go against Jay Farrow, me and... Uh, Afe would go against each other, so and then Steve Harvey. He's on Nick Cannon. <laughs> I saw Steve him. Harvey said, "Yeah, I'm gonna tell you right now, <laughs> your ass. I'm gonna beat your ass, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna th- beat your ass. I'm from Cleveland. <laughs> you got me fucked up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one day, I was, one day I was watching. I was watching Family Feud for like two hours. <laughs> I was on the road. I was bored. And so you know how you get shitty. Sometimes you get cable in a, in a hotel. You're like, it, family feud. I was like, man, Steve. And I just said, I got to do this, dude. Because yeah. I've known Steve over the years as an amateur comic. Just kind of knew him. He always was cool with me. And then I was like, yo, Steve does that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. Survey set. <laughs> I don't know why or where. But your ass. And he does the finger thing. You got me f***ed up. (laughs) 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 On Nick Cannon's show, was that the first time you met him? Uh, No, I met met him like before that. Okay, okay. But since you was impersonating him. That was the first time I saw him like kind of like speaking to him over the monitor thing. Yeah. And uh, because I know when he sent me a little DM, he's like, when I see you, I'm going to kick your ass. I just see him going, you got me all f***ed. Yeah. How you even read? Yeah. Like, I just see Steve that. Harvey fart. I don't know why or where, but that when I see your ass, I'm gonna beat your ass. Yeah, you done did some fucked up. <laughs> see, you don't do that to Steve Harvey. Yeah, yeah, comma, yeah, comma, yeah. <laughs> and dude, all you have to do, all you have to listen, all you have to do is look him up and just watch his moments. He's always yeah. <laughs> uh, or, or whatever, whatever, he, whatever he does. Like someone does the wrong oh, answer on Family Feud. He's like, "What? <laughs> you think gonna be up? 
I'm you know what I would love to see a baby Steve Harvey with you doing the voice, like like, oh, like, like a cartoon. Oh, like Steve uh, Stephen A. Smith. Yes, oh, that but no, would be a cartoon fine. though, like um, oh, a baby Steve. Yeah, like what's that show? Like baby's kids, but it's a baby Steve. Oh, that would be. And you doing the voice? <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> no, the voice got to be grown. Yeah. Baby. Oh, it'd be, grown. A, it'd be a baby. Yeah. He's like, where's my bottle? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you got me messed up. Yeah. You supposed to breastfeed me. How am I supposed to grow? Huh? I'm a baby. Where's your tail? Yeah. Where in the hell's my milk? <laughs> you gotta change my diaper. Got doodle all in my ass. But your ass, you supposed to be my mama. Supposed to wipe that ass. Yeah. Diaper's full. That's what it is. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a damn infant. Your ass too late with the milk. Oh, man. <laughs> Like, Baby Harvey is hilarious. Baby Harvey. <laughs> Baby Harvey. He, 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 I, I, that would be great if I get a DM. He's like, man. I like that idea, boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's right there. Making that money, boy. You can do me all damn day. Pause. As long as I hey. make some damn. Oh, yeah, pause. Right, right. Oh, now you think I'm in your ass now. <laughs> See? <laughs> <laughs> I, yep. I, I love impersonating my Obama, you know, uh, is not bad when I go, uh, I just uh, like the Breakfast Club. Uh, really, it's a good show. Yeah. Uh, very good show. Yeah. Uh, Donald Trump's an idiot. Yeah. Know, I, I can switch. And my Trump, man. You got I, a Trump? What? This is a very good show. I'm very proud of you. Very good. It's very good. I don't like the other shows. This is very good. You're a very good host. Not so funny. You're good every once in a while. You're very pretty. Incredible. Yeah. I actually watched They Ready because he's he did They Ready. Tiffany yeah, Hattie I saw that. And, yep, yep. and so he does the um... the Trump the Trump thing helps me because when I do the South, I'm in the South. I do Trump supporting. Um. Um. I do Trump supporting audiences, man. That's what I do and. And when you do Trump, it's neutral. I don't give a damn who, what you voted for. I just do him. So even the and I do the South that I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Like man, yeah, I'm a big fan, man. I really love the you do, and they they're Trump supporters. And I and I'll just talk about Trump. And when I do it, and I go, I and I would tell the like Southern people say, Yo, Trump don't even hang out with you guys. You no, not at broke. all. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I say, would you ever go back to Alabama, Trump? They're very dirty people. They would never go, you know. And so, but they laugh at that because yeah. I didn't. I'm not dogging about their choice. They just go, man. You sound just like a man. <laughs> like, you you, you can't really lose with 80 celebrities though. Right. Trump, Hogan, Hulk right. Hogan, Hulk Hogan. Like, those 80 celebrities. Yeah. it is a different yeah. level iconic. Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can never. Anytime you impersonate, it just kind of breaks the breaks the wall. You know, it's like everyone's like, wow, you sound just like them. So when I do Trump. Like that, even with Trump supporters, they're like, "Oh, that is funny." You know what I mean? Now back to um, some current events. Yes. D.L. Hughley versus uh, Kanye I'm West. I'm very current. Don't you ever say I'm not current. <laughs> I'm always current. Very, very. I current. am the current. Sleepy <laughs> Joe. <laughs> 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 okay, what were you saying? I was talking about uh, DL versus Kanye West. I know you've been uh, watching that. Man, yeah, I, yo, that that threat was that that threat that threat was crazy. That's like, a real threat, though. That's a real. threat. I can afford you, to I have you hurt. To have you hurt. Then you put your address out there. That's a real threat. That's yeah. <laughs> I you know I think it's kind of fucked up that it's gotten to that point. You know, um, I'm a DL fan. I've known DL a long time. You know, DL's one of the greats, with, you know Absolutely. what I'm saying? And I like his his political views are dope. You know, the way DL has, like, 
you know, turn his career into like more political type. Shit. I like Dio. I like all kinds of people. I'm not type to shit on anybody because I love Kanye and I know Kanye from Chicago. You know what I'm saying? But the fact that the whole Kanye is go is is turned into that. Um, I just don't want Kanye to be, get in trouble and get arrested or so for threatening. You know what I'm saying? I it's think inevitable, it's just, right? I've heard him. He's putting he's putting too many threats on people. He's, yeah. I've heard him say that about four different people. Yeah, I got and money then, on your, your head. Your fans might end up doing something crazy Absolutely. too. I think yeah, sometimes too. when you put that energy out yeah. there, there's some crazy fans. Right, 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 right. I yeah, yeah, I hope this shit gets squashed. I hope that Kanye finds peace. You know, definitely. I, you know, because I mean, listen, nobody. We, you don't know what it's like. I mean, we all know what it's like to be in a relationship and you lose your woman and whatever, and they're with somebody else. You don't know how someone's going to act. We, we talk because it's not happening to us. But, you know, you hope it doesn't have to go to that point where, you know, because I know everyone's calling Kanye crazy and all this other shit. First of all, I think he's a genius. I'm a big Kanye fan. But I think there's just a lot of internal that he needs to deal with. All right, we have more with comedian Godfrey. When we I come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with comedian Godfrey Yee. In Chicago with Jesse Smollett. Yeah, you just, see what's happening with Jesse? Juicy, juicy Smollett. Yeah. What, so what, what, <laughs> we're watching that he got this 150 day jail sentence. Right. Up. right. So do you think he's gonna be juicy for real? He's gonna be a he's gonna be like, hey, juicy, yeah, all right. <laughs> he's like, man, it's Jesse. No, no, it ain't. <laughs> it's juicy now. <laughs> Whoa, what's happening, guy? <laughs> juicy Smully. Mm, mm, mm. All right. <laughs> hey, what's up, juicy? Damn, yo, Dave might have <laughs> to juicy up. He's I mean, really Jesse did. up in jail, man. <laughs> juicy Smully. Damn, Say Dave. His name. Ow, <laughs> <laughs> Dave didn't think he was going to prison. That's why he, we, he I would have never he would, did that. I thought he was going to get, like, community service. Yeah, fine. Some, and then he has already looks, and his reputation is kind of tarnished right now anyway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But now he's in jail. They're going to be like, yeah, <laughs> Juicy. <laughs> he's going to be walking through with his little blanket. Uh -huh. Yeah, Juicy. Oh, man, Juicy Juice. Is it 100% Juice? Fruit Juice. Uh. Oh, shit. <laughs> they got him in PC though. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's in PC. Oh, that's good. They be like, "Juice, hey, what flavor that? Uh, yeah, you know, Empire. Mm. Less is lying. <laughs> My man, Juice, hey, uh, it's Jesse. Oh, whatever, boy. Hundred fifty days. <laughs> We all, it's jokes, baby. I met, I met Juice. Oh my God. I met Jesse. Cool dude. Very nice guy. And the two, Man, he don't want to hear that shit, Godfrey. And guess what? You done said that. And guess what? The two Nigerian dudes I know. Oh no. my God. I know both of them. You know From them? Chicago, I hung out with them. We went to a Nigerian festival. I hung out with them. <laughs> <laughs> You are lying. The next time, I swear to God. <laughs> you went to a Nigerian a festival? A Nigerian festival. Oh. Because I met them. They were working at this. There's this arcade. It's like an arcade. It's called Emporium in Chicago on the north side. It's an arcade bar. You know how they're bringing out these new old arcade games with the bar? We were there. And they were the bouncer dudes there. Brothers. Mm -hmm. And I hung out with them. Okay. And then the next day, we went to a Nigerian festival in Chicago. Hell yeah. We was eating suya. You could ask them. Yeah. I don't know. Are they in jail? Are they, what's no, going? they're I fine. Know. I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, I, I know those dudes. 
Because when they showed him, I go, I, I fucking hung out with those. I'm not even lying to you. No yeah. sauna or nothing? Or... What did you say? You guys been to the sauna or anything? No, like hell no, nah, okay. man. Said, pause. <laughs> <laughs> the sauna. I mean, they're trainers. Hey, they I don't go to saunas, man. No, <laughs> all that. Every time you go to sauna, dudes just go <laughs> and like, hey, what's up? How you doing? <laughs> Wrong room. <laughs> <laughs> no, because they, you know, the old white dudes, they always got their I'm a out. <laughs> the son is like, oh man. Look just like the statues, them little uh, Greek statues. <laughs> the Greek statues with the little <laughs> out with the lid. That's what happens in the male side. Man, they be, they yes, don't get all this. Love this son of here. Godfrey, you got to come back, man. Dude, yeah. I do want to ask you though, what, What's up? who's your Mount Rushmore of comedy? Here, I knew, I knew that was coming. You knew that was coming. Right? I think I knew. Okay, let me. My, yeah. and everybody's Mount Rushmore is whatever they want it to be. Mm-hmm. My Mount Rushmore. Should be Cosby. You know I'm in that Cosby documentary. Yes, we I know. We need to talk about Cosby. I am in it, boy. Who all in it? Because I worked for Cosby. It was one of my first jobs. What, the Cosby show? Yeah, the second one, the CBS one with Dougie oh, wow, Doug. Wow. So I was an audience coordinator for that. I lived in Queens, you know, uh, in the Story Studios, and I did it for like six months. I was around Cosby. Never saw any crazy shit. You know yeah. what I mean? He was cool. But you heard things. Did you hear I, things? I, I, I would hear things. Definitely heard things. I would hear stuff. That's when his son was murdered. I was there. I was around. Oh, I forgot. I was around. About that. Yeah, yeah, I was there. Yeah, damn. And so I was. Um, yeah, so I was. Uh, so were you surprised when any of these? Because I, I was hearing it, hearing it, hearing it, and I would hear it. I go, really? And then I wasn't. I. My thing is, it, it was a battle because it's like, whenever he wanted to buy a stu, a a a, 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 a channel, a network, stuff came up. The last time, the first that time, was he real. Wanted, All that. The first time he wanted to buy it, they had that illegitimate daughter mm-hmm. came out. When he wanted to buy a network, they had the, there's some girl saying, you're my dad, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then when he wanted to buy it again, some shit came up. I, and, and people say, well, they're trying to destroy a legacy. But then I would hear, I I would I knew people who kind of, it happened to them, and they never reported them. And right. I was like, you know That's what I mean? That's how I say, my mom knew somebody that never reported yeah, it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I knew people that literally got, you know, got mm-hmm. handled and shit. And he, they were like, I never reported it because I got out, whatever. So I wasn't that surprised, but it was it was disappointing because you, he's a, he is an icon comedically. What he's done for television, he literally was the first black pe- per, a person to be on a, na- a national TV show, I Spy in the '60s yeah, with yeah, Robert yeah. Culp. Then he, you know, he had a Cosby show before the regular Cosby show. He was a gym teacher in the '70s. He had a Cos- he had a Cosby show. He was a he was a gym teacher. I'm I'm I, when I tell you I'm a nerd about this. How much of Bill's self righteousness do you think you know led to his demise? That's another thing too. When Bill was like dogging everybody, mm-hmm. which was fucked up. He had fights with DL. Had a fight with him. Mm-hmm. He well Jamie Fox mm-hmm. did. Eddie Murphy was the first to go. You know Bill Cosby called me saying why are you always cursing and da 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 da. You know and it was his self righteous that made it even worse because pull it's like, your pants up. Pull your pants yeah. up, like, but but I'm like, but Cosby, you were helped yourself too. There were a man, man by the name of Sheldon Leonard. Sheldon Leonard was an actor producer, and he produced, I think, Dick Van Dyke show. He actually helped Bill Cosby and fought for Bill Cosby to be on I Spy in the '60s. So Cosby, yeah. you were helped too. Right. I, it, it's disappointing, you know, to go with the whole. But I balanced it out pretty good, I think. You know, I didn't dog him, but I was disappointed as far as my Mount Rushmore. He's on your Mount Rushmore. What you can saying? I? Uh, you're saying say he's in the back of the mountain right now. He's just in the back. <laughs> he's, he's in the back. He's in the back. He's in the back. He's He's in the back, like <laughs> I got Pryor, I got Pryor, I got Carlin, I got um, mm-hmm. I got Paul Mooney. I can't remember. I I watch Paul all the mm-hmm. time. I'm a Red Fox. 
And um, hold on, that's four. He's can only be four. He said, I thought it was five. Mount Rushmore was four. Oh, I thought. Oh, because everyone always says you're top five. So those are the guys. Those and then are the you guys. put okay. Bill Cosby in the back. I just put him in the back. He was in the back. He was in the front, and then when the thing, I had to, had to go through the back. And... So it's so Carlin. Like Carlin. Remember this? Remember this? <laughs> Richard Pryor. Pryor Carlin. Pryor Carlin. Um, Mooney Fox. Godfrey, tell people where they can find you at this weekend. Then check it out. I'll be in um, Dallas, Texas, Addison Improv. Addison Improv, you know what I'm saying? And also... March 18th to the 18th 20th. 18th to the 20th. <laughs> and then uh, Virginia Beach, Funny Bone, March 25th to the 27th. And then I'm going to be doing the 18th season of Wildin' Out with Nick Cannon in, in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to be consulting on it too, so I'll be hanging out with Nick's crew Dope. in Atlanta for like two weeks and all the... And then follow me on Instagram, mm-hmm. Comedian Godfrey, you guys. And my podcast is in Godfrey We Trust on the Gas Digital Network, all right? Tuesdays and Fridays, 10 p.m. Eastern, yes. That's my guy, comedian Godfrey. It's The Breakfast Club. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The Rumor Report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's The Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. And before we get into Steve Harvey, I want to talk about Fab. I don't know if you guys saw this video that he posted. I've seen it. But there was a DoorDash driver stealing items out of his car. So he said if these items are returned immediately, then he won't involve the authorities. He said, uh, you know, yesterday afternoon, a DoorDash delivery guy bringing an order to someone else in New Jersey decided to steal me and my son's sneakers and clothes out of my car. And he added that if, you know, again, return this right away or he will make sure that uh, this person gets some type of repercussions. He said, I'm giving the opportunity here and now to whoever this dude is to return the stuff stolen. I will take it back with no consequences and let it slide. If not, I have plenty of video footage, the delivery car info, the DoorDash pickup info, and even will reach out to DoorDash and get all information involved with the driver vehicle. Yeah, DoorDash got some trash-ass drivers. DoorDash needs to hire Chick-fil-A workers to be driving their cars. I was on the phone complaining about DoorDash this weekend because, you know, one order, they only bought half the stuff, which makes no sense. And then they literally called me and said, your stuff is at the door, and it wasn't there. Really? Yeah. I haven't had no problems, but in Yeah, Fab's I use DoorDash case, all the time. In no, Fab's case, uh, nah, I, I, no. Mm-mm. You just can't get off like that because you know what's going to wind up happening. He's going to do it again. You know, he, if he don't get in trouble for it, he's going to do it again. I didn't even know the stuff was in Fab's car. He just walked. Well, you know what it is? Fab had his, uh, his Rolls Royce. It was parked outside. So the guy seen the car. So he walked like four or five houses down. That's what I saw, yeah. And then walked over there to go look in the car, which is wild. That means he's done this before. And the door was just unlocked. That could have been. It was. In, it was in his crib. It didn't, it didn't look like it was. Fab might have been ran in the house for a quick second. Right. Yeah, but Fab, no. But you know, Fab, you're too trusting. You no way in hell I would have it. First of all, I wouldn't have no expensive car like that in the driveway. Second, I wouldn't have had it unlocked. Nah, but if you're just running in the house for one second and run back out, you don't think anything. And the guy got in the car. The key wasn't in there, so the guy went and got the stuff. But I will tell you this: that you know, Fab put all that information on on social media. Fab ain't got to call the police. If I'm the police, I'm, I, you can look it up yourself. Yeah. Because all the information is there. But no, you got to you gotta lock that dude up because he's I'm, done it before. If I have a Rolls Royce parked in front of my house, right, I, and I'm a, let's just say there's a Rolls Royce, I would assume that person has cameras somewhere in front yeah. of their house. That's just You got to be bold as hell to do something just, like that. To get in somebody's car. Oh, desperate. He went in the front desperate. seat and the back seat. No, you can, nah. You went in the front and the back? Yo, shut up. He's just bold. He just, he's a bold and desperate. He left out the back. But if I, you know, Fab could have came out. All right, that now. All he definitely crazy. no. He did. Okay. He did get out the car like he, it was his. Right, he did. He opened <laughs> he the door. He was getting his stuff. Yeah. He didn't even look around. He didn't even look around. Taking my stuff. He did. No. <laughs> all right, now Steve Harvey was on Earn Your Leisure, and he was talking about creating the show that 
is now America's Got Talent. Basically, he had Steve Harvey's Big Time that he created back in the 90s on the WB, and you see what happened. Y'all ought to take Showtime at the Apollo and put it on mainstream TV instead of having me come on at 1 o'clock in the morning. I used to tell him that. Yeah. No, you can't do that. No, 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 no. So I said, well, let me give him a version of it. Along comes a show called America's Got Talent. He's going to say that, yep. Look, man, the first year of America's Got Talent was all acts from Steve Harvey's Big Time. And they took all the producers I had from Steve Harvey's Big Time and gave them jobs. If I understood my business, America's Got Talent would belong to me. Mm. Yeah, totally overstand, Steve. Uh, those are just the lessons you learn in this business. Sadly, you have to learn some of them the hard way, and it is what it is. And I bet it will never happen again. And the thing about being a creative, you can always create, because clearly Steve has kept creating. But that will never stop stop you from thinking about all that money you could have made off of America's Absolutely. How do we know that wasn't Godfrey talking on Earn Your Leisure? That is true. Salute to my guys on Your Leisure. <laughs> Make sure you check out the Earn Your Leisure podcast on the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network. Now, Steve Harvey also at one point owed the IRS $22 million in back taxes Hurt my heart when I heard and penalties oh because his accountant was taking the money from him for seven years. You know how crazy that is? You don't get notices in the mail or so It's probably going to his accountant. Oh, my God. Yes, I, I get everything. My too. heart just stopped, like, for a second, just hearing that. $22 million? Yes. I think when such situations like that happen... Um, you cry? No. I didn't watch I didn't watch the full interview yet, but I plan to today, Steve Harvey and Alicia. You got to say that accountant's name, right? You have to let people know who this individual was so other people don't use them. Mm. Don't you think? We'll be heartbroken yeah, but, if it's our accountant. Yeah, right. <laughs> it be? But the problem is, is with Steve, like, and, and this has happened to, to so many people, happened to myself too. You believe what your accountant says, so you sign off on the thing. So when you sign off on it, it's you. It's your fault now because mm. you're supposed to know what you're doing. But the bad thing about it is that's what I pay the accountant for to make sure he crosses the T's and dots the I's. Mm. Well, I get too. all my tax papers and everything to my house first. Me too. And then I yeah. So, but I don't break it down. I, I let my accountant do. I break it down now though. But before I didn't either. Mm-hmm. All right, well, that is your rumor report. And you can go online, look up if you owe money, if they send you something saying this is what you owe. I make sure I take care of all of that. IRS is a beast, bro. Mm-hmm. All right. Don't I got a check the other day for five cents. You better send it back. And no, they, 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 back? they took three cents out. <laughs> I said, God damn. I was looking at the check literally was for five cents, and the IRS took three cents. Yeah, of course, out. more to print that paper, right? I'm like, to give you two I'm cents. like, the IRS are beast. Like, yeah. why would you take my little three cents? Like, why? Because they can't. Well, at least you still got your two cents. I can't. There you go. Yeah. But I'm pumped. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you giving your donkey to, man? Uh, man, there's a school in Mississippi, Gary Road Elementary School and the Hines County School District. They need to come to the front of the congregation because we don't understand the rules. There is no consistency when it comes to what makes people outraged. We need to, to discuss for after the hour. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code ENVY for a special offer when you sign up. That's code ENVY only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Don't be out here acting like a donkey. Hee-haw, bitch. Hee-haw. It's time for donkey of the day. I'm a big boy. I can take it. If he feel I deserve it, ain't no big deal. I know Charlamagne guy gonna have some funny sweet say out his mouth. Just gotta say something you may not agree with doesn't mean I'm mean. Who's getting that donkey? That donkey. That don't, 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 don't. Donkey of the day right there. <laughs> the, the breakfast club, bitches. You can call me the donkey of the day, but like, I mean no harm. 
Yes, talk here today for Wednesday, February 16th, goes to Gary Road Elementary School in Byron, Mississippi, and the Hines County School District. They are all getting donkey of the day because they fired a teacher named Toby Price, who was the assistant principal at Gary Road Elementary School. Look, man, it's 2022. I truly don't know what's considered publicly acceptable anymore. I know we say it's a time and place for everything, but some of these things folks are getting mad at people for have been created for said time and said place. What are you saying, Uncle Sharla? Brother Lenard, what the hell are you talking about? Well, let's go to CTV News for the report, please. Toby Price was fired after reading a children's book titled I Need a New Butt to a group of second graders. Price <laughs> says he's read this book at previous school districts before, but never had any pushback or complaints. I didn't think twice about reading it because I've never had an issue reading it before. There are other books that have much more suggestive material that are much more widely accepted. According to Price's termination letter from the superintendent of the Hines County School District, Price showed, quote, a lack of professionalism and impaired judgment, end quote, by picking the book. And for those reasons, he is fired. I just think that, you know, this was a pretty harsh reaction. I've been in education for 20 years. I've never had a disciplinary anything put in my file, not even for being late. So... I was blown away. In response to the Price's situation, children's book authors, teachers, and librarians have messaged and posted on social media stating that the book is, quote, hilarious and sweet, joyful and fun, and lighthearted, end quote, and that the superintendent's decision was wrong. Now, Price is hoping to overturn their decision, get his job back, and teach others that funny books are needed in education. I agree. What's the name of it? I Need a New Butt. Okay, and it is not a children's book about BBLs. Let's get that out the way and discuss. This assistant principal, okay, Toby Price, fired for reading a children's book titled I Need a New Butt to a class of second graders. Okay, an act the school division says violated their code of ethics. I don't think this is right. Now, like I always tell y'all, you can't choose the consequences of your actions, but what if you don't know the rules? Okay, this book was written by Don McMillan. Don McMillan is a very famous author of children's books, and all of her books have something to do with butts. She has titles like, I need a new butt. I've broken my butt. My butt is so so noisy. Why do dogs sniff bottoms? Okay, some of the titles say bum, some say butt, and the books do great. I need a new butt has been around since 2012. Right now, literally right now, it's ranked number 34 on Amazon's top 100 in books and has a reading age for six to 10 year olds. It's about a boy who notices his bottom has a huge crack in it. So he sets off to find a new one. I don't know if this is appropriate for kids or not, but my thing is if it's appropriate for someone to write, if it's appropriate for a company to publish, if it's appropriate for Amazon and stores to sell it, if it's appropriate enough to be in the school in the first place, then what's the problem? I'm looking at the picture of Toby reading the book uh, on March 2nd. He's clearly in the middle of the library. He said he just grabbed a book to read to the kids. If the book is in the library available for kids to check out and read, how do you fire an assistant principal for reading what's available? Now, let's talk about is this appropriate for kids? I don't know. What do you think, Angela Yee? Uh, yeah, it shouldn't be in the library if you don't want the kids to read it. And if it's in there, it should be readable. Envy, what do you think? I need a new butt about a young boy who finds a crack in his butt, so he sets off to find a new one. Very logical, if you ask me. I don't see a problem with that book. How did the crack get there? What's, he's talking about the actual the, crack. The crack in your... Oh! Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You need some sleep this morning. Yes, yeah. All right. Goodness <laughs> uh, I don't know about any of this. All of this new stuff confuses me, but I'm old. Okay, I got friends. My friend Tiffany Williams, salute Tiff Will. Drop on the clues, mom, for Tiff Will. She bought my six-year-old daughter a Gotta Go Flamingo, and it eats and poops on command. 
Okay? I don't know why that's entertaining the kids, but it is. They got all types of poop, poop toys. Everyone poops. Remember that book? No, I don't but remember everyone it's poops. It's all the different animals, and it shows their different types of poop. That was a that's really popular educational. Kids book. I actually always buy that for my friends' kids. That's educational. What <laughs> about poops. what about poop toys like a uh, flushing frenzy when you got to plunge the toilet a bunch of times until the poop flies out the toilet and you got to be the first player to grab the poop. If you catch it midair, you earn tokens. These are actual kids' games. They got the fart to go. Well, when you spray it, uh, you know it makes it makes the noise and you can smell stuff. All I'm saying is, kids at that age are into their butts and they are into their farts. Right. You can't. I don't. I don't know. A lot of adults are like, I need a new butt. That is true. That is true. But that's plastic surgery. Uh, I'm just saying, you can't make these products for kids and then get upset when an adult is giving them or reading, you know, these books to kids. I don't know why kids like potty and poop talk. I don't know why kids like butt cheeks and doo-doo. Okay, I don't know why kids find potty talk so appealing. Hell, I don't know why adults find butt talk so appealing. Some of them. <laughs> I but think s- about how rewarded kids are when they poop. Like when they go and they get, yeah, are getting yeah. potty trained. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's something that's discussed because they're like, oh my God, you did it. And you be happy and you cheer for them. No, yeah, that's true. And they're that's like, true. this is exciting. Let's that's write true. a book about it. That's why I don't understand <laughs> what's going on in this world. I feel like firing a teacher. Uh, for this is low-hanging fruit. If what you're upset about is the book, then go after the people or person who wrote the book. But there's no consistency when it comes to what makes people outraged. Okay? That is the problem. How can we learn what's considered wrong when what's considered wrong changes on a day-to-day, hourly, minute-by-minute basis? Okay? When there seems to be no rules, people are just making up stuff as they go along. Okay? Like this guy Toby Price said, I've read this book to students before. It's never been a problem. Why now? That is what I always wonder. Why now? And when do people pick and choose to get outraged? I don't know. Well, I'm just relieved to know how the crap got there. I thought it was a whole nother story. No, 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 no. Just, What's wrong with you? Just, I did. I was like... I mean, I'm, I, not, I, I, I'm not... I, I'm, I didn't I'm, know. I don't remember that at my age, but I can see somebody, a, a child looking at their butt and wondering what that line is. You would ask mm-hmm. that question, right? I can see that. Uh, please give Gary Road Elementary School and the Hines County School District... The biggest hee-haw, please. All right. All right. Why are you looking at me? Have I ever asked how did that crack get there? No. I mean, we know what it's there for. You actually don't need it, technically, though. Because it's like, all you when you have to poop, all you got to do is sit down and... You know, it would come out regardless. Are we having a poop conversation? The line is just for aesthetics. The crack in your butt is really just for aesthetics. It was just this little detail that God decided to put back there. All you need is a hole. Yeah, I mean, yeah technically the poop. Hmm. It's not like the. It's not like that line as a hole is what I'm saying. It's just a separation. Yeah, but you need the separation when you sit. Yeah, your butt. It's like a divider when you sit. Like it like could be smooth. Why? I mean, it's actually a great design when you think about it. I mean, God, you're an amazing architect. Uh, yes, he is. Yeah, because just imagine if it was just this round thing back there. It's just that one little line, that attention to detail. Mwah! Chef's kiss. Do, do it again. Do, what? That again. <laughs> do that again. What? Do that again. Why did you yeah, blow did. a kiss at Emmy? I didn't blow a kiss. I was doing the chef's no, kiss. You just blew a kiss at Emmy and you looked right at him. He said, he, said, he said, your ass is perfect. You got that line. God is a great architect. God is a great architect. He looked at me. That's that line. is But no, like, look at your tracksuit, right? If it didn't have those lines, like those black lines in your Nike, what's that? A Nike tracksuit, right? Yes, sir. Think, think about how that detail, it's that little attention to detail sets that tracksuit off. It's the same thing with your butt. Appreciate God's butt? creations, <laughs> man. Right. Y'all right. take things for granted. Y'all take the small things for granted. God really was not playing when he was designing humans. I don't judge See? men's cracks. See? 
Hey, well, we y'all? all got him. I see y'all out there. He flirts with me every morning. I didn't. I didn't that is ask not flirt. I'm giving God I, his glory. I, I, I ain't talking that. about you. You pointed at me and said my butt didn't Man, shut up. up. You I'm talking <laughs> about <laughs> God's amazing design <laughs> right. and His attention to stop. detail. I'm just telling you. Or stop. her attention to de- the detail. I, just I'm, tell him thank you. I'm uncomfortable with it. Stop. I'm not even talking to you. I'm talking about <laughs> the great God and the design Up next of the human body. Is ask. Ask ye. Potty. 800-585-1051. You got questions for ye. Call ye now. 800-585-1051. That blow kiss back to him. It's the, bre- <laughs> it's the breakfast club. It's the breakfast club. Good morning. What, 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 what you want know? Baby mama issues? Need some words of wisdom? Call up now for Ask Ye. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. Relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice? Call up now for Ask Ye. Keep it real. Hello? Hey, what's your question for Ye? Hi, um, so I have this co-worker, and we, like, we had a situation back in September, and we decided to, like, cut it quick because a lot of crazy things were going on. I had a baby father that we just broke up, and he wasn't feeling the whole dynamic, right? So since September... I basically told him I'm done, and he just keeps on coming back and coming back. I'll mm-hmm. tell him no. That, like, he publicly disrespected me at work. He said, oh, basically, you're acting like my private part wasn't just in your mouth. And he said Whoa, that inappropriate. Exactly. So I'm, like, just yesterday, um, we had another conversation. He, I changed my offices, right? So this office that I'm in now has no camera or anything. And now he's coming to my office and closing the door behind him like, oh, can I get another chance? I'm like, no. He said, okay, so can I sleep with you again? And I said, what? No. Why would I want to sleep with you if I just told you no? So I'm kind of, he's like a ticking time bomb. He has a very bad temper. He Mm -mm. threatened me before. And I'm just trying to be nice. But when is it? When does it get to the point where I just like? Okay, first. Have to go to HR. Well, first of all, you do not have to try to be nice to this person who has no respect or regard for for you. So forget all that trying to be nice. He's put you in a terrible position, and you need to go to HR immediately and let them know what's going on because this is something like you said. He has a bad temper. This is affecting your work. It's inappropriate in the workplace, and there is nothing that he's doing is right. You have to be honest about everything right. that's transpired between you guys, but it does not make this okay. And you do not have right. to be nice. He's not being nice. No, he's making it seem like. It was my fault that we ended things because things did happen. I'm not saying I'm... I'm it don't matter whose fault. It's happen. over. You're saying no. You're not interested. Right. Exactly. And I say it over and over again. Then I basically try to calm it down because he gets upset sometimes. Not overly upset, but he gets upset sometimes. I'm like, okay, maybe we can try again when we're not working together. So now he's saying, oh, I'm leaving in three months. The day I leave, I'm coming to your office. And I'm like... Oh, no, I should have never said that because now he's expecting something from me. Yeah, no, you don't have to to try to calm him down or make fake promises to get him to leave you alone. What you need to do is make sure you protect yourself. Right. That's all. Like, forget all this being nice for what? And honestly, like, if he comes in your office, I would make sure that I have some type of device if you need to record it or whatever so that you... That's what I was going to do. Yeah. 
I was going to have this one last conversation with him, record it, and then go from there. Yeah, because I don't want it to be your word against his. I want to make sure, I don't know if you have text messages, emails, or anything that you can show, but you also can't be just being nice. You have to be honest and be like, look, I'm not comfortable with you talking to me this way, and I don't want it. It's over. But I understand what you're saying about his temper, but also that doesn't mean that you have to compromise yourself for him. So they, they, they had relations before, and now he's continuing to push on. And she said, no, she she's not right. interested. She does not want him. It don't matter what happened before. Absolutely. And when you go to HR, you let them know everything because he'll try to bring it up, but he should not be speaking to you the way that he is. He should not be making you uncomfortable in your place of business the way that he is, and he's got to go. Facts. Well, thank you. All right. I wish you luck. All right. But I want you to be safe. I want you to handle this. And I want you to feel like you can go to work and not have any type of anxiety about it. Right. Exactly. I'm, I'm heading there now and I'm just nervous. So I called you guys. I was like, let me see what they're, they're going to say to me. And that's exactly what I need to do. I need to go to HR, stop being nice, and mm-hmm. just handle business the way it needs to be handled. Okay. Good luck, Mama. Thank you. All righty. Ask Yee, 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call Yee now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Here's some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Yee. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Yo, Sam from Brooklyn. Hey, what's your question for Yee? So me and my girl, we were with each other for like four years, right? Okay. But then, like, recently, she just started doing OnlyFans, right? Mm-hmm. And she, like, blew up. Like, she got, like, a million followers now on, like, TikTok and stuff. Like, she really did blow up. And okay. And she's doing very well for herself now, right? She's, like, mm-hmm. averaging, like, 100K a month. You know what I'm saying? Nice. Like, the beginning was cool, right? Because it was, like, you know, I started being the sugar baby. I, she started treating me for things. And, like, it was cool. Mm-hmm. But now... She's getting too much attention, right? Like, I went through the DMs the other day, and I seen, like, Tiger on his, in her DMs, and, like, I seen all these, like, check marks and shit. So I'm like, yo, what's going on now, right? So now, of course, I'm going to be a little insecure. You know what I'm saying? It's not my fault. It's a natural thing. Okay. So now we're fighting all the time. We had a place in Coney Island. Now we're, like, like I'm... We're not even living with each other right now. We always fighting every morning, every night. We fighting. It's just like, I don't... Yo, honestly, I don't know... If, it's time to just well, what it is, back to the sea. What are y'all fighting things. about? A lot of things. It's like like me being insecure, like me with my trust issues. She's like, you got to just trust me. Like, you can't go through my phone all the time. And I'm just like, listen, like, I don't know what the f*** you're doing. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to look out for myself at least. I'll make sure I'm not getting played and shit, you know? But I before... Hold on, hold on. Then she got this... <laughs> then she got this... I called them the Thought Patrol, right? Uh-huh. And then she met these other girls who do OnlyFans too and now they all they, they go to like all these vacations and shit. and like yo what am I supposed to like just take it on the hop like I'm supposed to just oh yeah you could go to these vacations with these thought ass friends of yours like hell no alright so a couple of things here does she do anything that makes you feel like she's nah, been cheating on you she doesn't that's the thing she doesn't um like even on her OnlyFans she doesn't show no like the JJ she don't show no like nothing Okay. She's just making money and she's handling business. So you're insecure, which you admit. And yeah. I just feel like if she's not doing anything that makes you think that she's cheating. Well, how you know? But how you know? Of know. course you can never know and you can always suspect that of somebody. But I'm just saying, if she's not doing anything and you're just accusing her, that is going to push her away. Yeah. Like if it's not anything that you feel, you only feel like this because of the attention that she's getting, right? 
But my whole thing is what? So I'm just supposed to wait until I get cheated on. Then I'm like, oh, you know, like, uh, now it's time to go. Like, Look, at the end of the day, you can't tell her what to do. But what you can do is try to have a conversation and communicate how you feel and try to see what compromises can be made. But you can't tell her you can't do this. You can't do that. I'm sure the reason that she's doing it is to make money. Right. It, and it's working for her. And she's it's lucrative. It's cool. But you just don't like the fact that people are into your girl now. But you're saying she's doing it in a respectful manner. And you're also telling like I come from like a Muslim household. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? We don't like we don't really have this kind of thing. My culture is like not really, you know, with this kind of stuff. Right. And I (laughs) and look, I understand that. And if you feel like this is something that you can't handle and you choose to walk away. You know, that's yeah. on you if you feel like that. I, I think I can handle it. I just think my family can't handle it more than anything. You like, can't worry about what anybody else thinks. It is 2022. We are happy to be alive. You should be. A lot of people don't have money and don't have it like that and can't figure it out. You know that she's blessed to be able to make in these six figures a month and doing well and hopefully investing. Right. And figuring out yeah. what she has to do in the future, because this is not going to be something she does forever. But if she can capitalize and get to that money and she's doing things that you don't feel like are disrespectful to your relationship, then she's not really doing anything wrong other than the fact that you're insecure. Now, if you feel like I don't want you going on these trips with these girls and I'm not comfortable with that, she should somehow be able to compromise on certain things. But I don't feel like if she's respectful to you and she's not doing anything that you, you know, really and you're just going through her phone just because she's getting nah. attention that's really more on you yeah i get it just yo excuse me baby me me my girl man. all right we'll let, yeah. we'll let him know what's her what's her page nah nah i ain't gonna go <laughs> i can't i can't <laughs> nah <laughs> all right bro yeah, man, but uh, that insecurity will cause you to self-destruct and ruin a relationship that could have been okay. But I understand it, and at least he can acknowledge that he's insecure. But if you trust your girl and she hasn't done anything, and this is really just a money play, you know, all you're going to do is make it worse by doing those things that you're doing. All right. Ask E, 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call her right now. Now we got rumors on the way? Yes, and our black fathers shunned for having successful daughters. We'll tell you what Zendaya's father has to say. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Well, this month, Baller Alert turned 14, and to celebrate, they've also entered the metaverse. So they have their own virtual reality experience called Baller Alert World. So the VR experience includes Club Baller Alert, which features a DJ, a dance floor, a bar, and a stage for performances. And then there's Baller Alert Live. Inside Baller Alert World will be a space where artists will showcase exclusive live concerts. It's also the home for live podcast shows. And they have a merch store and Poly Alert, a space where activists and political leaders can connect and even debate on various causes and issues. Now, the CEO and founder of Baller Alert, Robin Lyons, said Baller Alert World will be a one-stop shop for networking, shopping, partying, and live concerts. We can't wait for users to tap into our very own virtual reality world. And in honor of the that, that debut, several lucky fans will get an opportunity to win a Quest Oculus headset. So if you want to enter that contest, you can go to ballerallert.com slash meta. Shout out to Baller Alert. What up, Robin? Yes. Robin, what's happening? Look at Robin's always so forward moving, like as far as thinking about joining the metaverse and doing all these amazing mm-hmm. things in there. So shout out to her and Baller Alert.
All right, Khloe Kardashian and Trey Song. Some people are saying they could be rekindling their past romance. They hit up the nice guy in West Hollywood on Saturday night. They were at a party hosted by Justin Bieber. They sat next to each other in the same booth, and they had a lot of one-on-one conversations, according to Page Six. They said the event was a group setting of about 20 people, but they said that uh, Chloe and Trey Song spent a good chunk of the night together, and they also had some alone time, even though Chloe's security was close by. If you all recall, the two of them did used to date, so it looks like maybe the two of them will get back together. All right, now Zendaya's father was talking with Wall Street Journal Lee Hawkins about building Zendaya's brand, and he says that he feels like uh, several black fathers with successful daughters, like himself, are shunned by Hollywood. He shared a screenshot of an E! News article on Monday, and the message was, I have standards. I don't plan on lowering for anybody, including myself. Over the photo, her father, Kazembe Ajamu, wrote, Ladies, you not... Her, your pops, they're going to have to understand you was and behind this amazing soul. They like the idea, but they don't want to put in that pain, a.k.a. work. He named himself and other black fathers with successful daughters like Matthew Knowles. Um, and he also mentioned King Richard, which tells the story of Venus and Serena Williams through right. their father, uh, Richard Williams. Mm-hmm. Now, previously, he had talked about being behind Zendaya and supporting his daughter's career. Here's what he had to say. We don't know how long we're going to be there for our children. So you want your children to be independent of you and to make their own choices, to be informed so that they can make the right choices. So one thing I learned about this industry, they don't want to work with a busybody, mouthy parent that's in the way. Mm -hmm. So I let Zendaya speak for herself, and I want her to be an entrepreneur that can see all the different businesses that come out of her out of her career and I want her to own those businesses and learn from the, the brilliant minds that I surround her with. Drop one of Clues Bonds for that king, man. Absolutely. You know? As he should. I feel him. Uh, and I just want him to know that we celebrate him. What's, I think his name's Kazimba? Kazimba? Yeah. Kazimba? Uh, yeah. If, if I'm pronouncing your name wrong, brother, apologies. Kazimbe Ajamu. Yeah, we celebrate you, King. I, you're doing a phenomenal job with, with your daughter. And, you know, he's not wrong about no. that narrative. And I, see, I do see that narrative changing slowly but surely. Um, and I think for a long time there was no other side, right? Like you always hear about fathers who aren't in their daughters' lives or, you know, women with daddy issues because mm-hmm. they didn't have their father. But what was the language for the other side? I think in more recent times we've started to define that for ourselves with phrases like, girl dads right you know but what he's doing is great and that's what he should do he should make sure his daughter's surrounded by the best mm-hmm. of the best to make sure that she's protected because at the end of the day it's, it's a business and they're trying to get as much as they can and you're trying to protect right. your daughter and, 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 you're doing and, right. and that's why telling those stories like king richard are important mm-hmm. you know what i mean when you see what barack obama's done with his daughters mm-hmm. you know, matthew knows i think about people like you know eddie rye angela rye's daddy like men like zendaya's father whether he knows it or not you know i've i've went to go see who he is because of the great job he's done with his daughter because i got four daughters mm-hmm. i want to get it right too you know so salute to that brother man we celebrate you king all right, now, some people were talking about this. Uh, Ralph Lauren has teamed up with alumni from Morehouse and Spelman Colleges. They have created a limited edition collection inspired by those two HBCUs and their history. Their collection features an all-black cast and creative team on set with campaign images. So a lot of people are celebrating it, but some people are not on board with this. A lot of tweets uh, have... Uh, said that they're wary about this civil rights era aesthetic from a white-owned brand, especially when they believe other eras would have been just as appropriate. And 
you know, some people are also saying, however, Polo Ralph Lauren was the unofficial uniform of HBCU homecomings. And so that's why it made sense. Is some of the money going back to HBCUs? Yeah, and as a matter of fact, uh, the Ralph Lauren Corporate Foundation has given a $2 million grant to support students at Morehouse, Spelman, and 10 additional HBCUs. And so they did release a, a press release about that. That's a little too late. Ralph Lauren? Mm-hmm. Come on, that's a little too late. It's a $6.8 billion company. A couple million dollars? Come on now. Yeah, so it needs to be more than that. Uh, th- you think? Now, the full collection is available on March 29th, and if you're a student, faculty member, or alumnus, you can shop early access on March 28th. Something but- like that, you should get 50% of the proceeds. Uh, shoot, 85% of the proceeds. Cause it's not like it costs them much money to make those clothes. Give the yeah. majority of those proceeds to the school. They're using the name. I'm not mad at 50%, but I think they should. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I don't mean 100%, but I mean like... 50%, 100%. I mean like 100%, we're right. You agree, yeah. And Colin Kaepernick has shared his full workout video with the Seahawks uh, wide receiver, Tyler Lockett. He posted, here's a few clips from yesterday's workout with Tyler Lockett and his brother Sterling. The full workout is available at this link. We are back at it today, and they're going to be going on IG Live. So there you have it. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, the People's Choice Mix is up next. Get your request in right now, 800-585-1051. And don't forget, uh, Houston, Texas, Father's Day weekend. Come down for my car show. It's going to be Texas versus New York. Uh, we got a lot of people submitting their cars. I can't wait for you guys to come. Uh, family Fun Day. Kids five and under are free. Bring the kids to family. Rides, games, cars, celebrity cars, face painting. Uh, we'll be teaching how to jump rope. NASCAR will be there. Monster trucks and all that. So get your tickets if you haven't got it. Click the link in my bio. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. If you're a true music lover, you live for that connection with your favorite music and artists. Now, thanks to One Of and the NFT revolution, that connection is about to get much deeper. Learn more about One Of, the new green NFT platform built for the music community. At- morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, shout to uh, Comedian Godfrey for joining us this morning. Salute to that goddamn whole fool market, Comedian Godfrey, for pulling up, man. Make sure you go check out that interview on Breakfast Club's YouTube page. Very long. Um, it's actually, I think, our second longest interview ever mm-hmm. behind Dick Gregory. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan might have been up there, too. But I definitely know. It's, it's up there with the, the Dick Gregory interview, God Bless the Dead, and the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. I can't believe that in the 12 years, he's never been up here. So I'm glad he came through. Absolutely. And also, shout out to everybody who got a piece of the Breakfast Club history, a moment at the Breakfast Club. Our NFT sold out in record time with the NFT platform One Of. So these are just the first Breakfast Club NFTs and the first from artist Justin Richburg. So you can get more details and you can hit up oneof.com today because we do have these happening on NFT Tuesdays. I pre- we, we definitely appreciate all the support. You mm-hmm. know, Thank you. We made them very affordable. They were only ten dollars so if they all didn't sell out in record time i'd feel like a loser <laughs> right <laughs> okay and i heard that the resale value is already booming so i hope y'all make some money man and listen i want to salute to everybody man um who's been supporting you know the audible original finding tamika that came out uh, about a week ago on sbh productions kevin hart and myself's company man salute to eric eric alexander and color farm media um it is the third uh highest selling audiobook in the world right now uh, that came out yesterday. So that's 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 a big deal. I mean, we've been, you know, number one in a couple of categories, you know, since it's been out. But to hit number three, you know, overall, you know, in the world of most listen to audio books, that's, that's big. So uh, thank you all. And, you know, continue to support the story of Tamika Houston from Spartanburg, you know, South Carolina. 
by checking out Finding Tamika. All right. When we come back, we got the positive note. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now it's time to get up out of here. Charlamagne, you got a positive note? Yes, I do. And it's really simple. Um, Look, man, you got to be ready to break generational curses without the support of the people who passed, passed it on. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? 